Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. Stop kicking me! They're not even teens. She's only nine. And they're already mean. Do you ever think about hurting somebody else's feelings? I think it's all right. Who's the blame? You've been mean to everyone around you. For making cruel. Stealing their lunch money and even punching them. Look cool. You need to get her under control right now. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Good show, everybody. Here we go. It matters to you. That's what I want to talk about. Are you ready in the booth? Let's do it. Go, Dr. Phil. Well, well, well. Sugar and spice and everything nice. That's what little girls are made of, right? But then they grow up and become teenagers. Now, in the hit movie Mean Girls, the plastics rule the school with their cruel and calculating behavior. Well, now they're back in Mean Girls 2. Now, the plastics. Who are the plastics? They're teen royalty. Are back. It's so embarrassing how much they love me. Oh, I'm going to vomit. It's their world. Stay down there and don't ever look at me again. Well, we all think of mean girls as teenage girls with attitude. But when does this meanness in girls begin? Are there many mean girls? Well, today we're talking to parents who say their daughters are cruel, mean, and bossy, and they fear they're raising real-life mini mean girls. Now, Sheila says her daughter Kayla is a bully, threatening other kids at school, stealing their lunch money, and even punching them. She's only nine. <laughs> But little Kayla says that her 11-year-old sister, Haley, is the real bully. I'm a mother of five, and I have two daughters that are concerning me. Mom, she's throwing shoes at me. Ow. Get up. No. Get alone. You no, think you're always up. right. You think you're, all, you think you're always right. You're not always right. No, no one's always no. right. Haley, she's 11, and Kayla, she's nine. What's one thing that you could change about Haley and the way that she treats you? Personality. Her heart. What's wrong with Kayla's heart? It's horrible. It's like she doesn't even have a heart. She's not even like my sister. She's like, she's like some stranger. I noticed that Haley has been picking on Kayla at the house. She's been verbally and physically abusing her. I do tell her she's fat, she's lazy. They say she's a pig, she does nothing but sit around and eat chips. And why is that funny? Why do you laugh? I'm not laughing. That's hurtful. Kayla is also acting up at school, and she's the mean girl at school. She's the bully. She made a little girl give her her Hello Kitty earrings, and if she didn't give it to her, she was going to turn the other students against her. She threatened a child for their chips for lunch. Sometimes when you lose your temper, 
and Hannah, you know it that she hits me. And you don't even say sorry, you don't even care. You're like, oh well. And I think it's alright, so I'll go do it to another kid. Well, she hates me. Because you do Oh, Kayla, I said I hate you. I hate you too. How can I stop it now? Mom, you understand that sibling rivalry and kind of pecking at each other, as annoying as it is, that just kind of comes with the territory, yes. right? Yes. You know I that. But this is actually going beyond that, true? Yeah, it, it's going on, and I don't want it to continue to where it's worse. So, because it's going on not just between these two, but at school. Yes. So, what's bothering you most? As far as school, Kayla is, seems to be doing that, bullying people. Yeah. She's hanging around the wrong crowd. So are, are you a bully? You are? So why do you think you do that? Because Haley bullies me like at home and all that, but then she doesn't get in trouble that much. Okay, but why do you bully kids at school? Because I think it's cool. Really, what's cool about it? Well, my friends and all that, they bully kids and at school and all that, and they're like the popular kids. So I want to fit in with them, so I'll do it too. Well, out of the mouths of babes. Um, so you threatened a girl at school for her Hello Kitty earrings? Yes. What'd you say to her? I told her that she um, that if I could have the earrings because she um, kept she told me and then she said I promise you okay but why did you think you should get her earrings because she told me I can but they're not yours they're hers you wouldn't like it if I took that little that necklace away from you would you no did you think about how she would feel if you took her earrings away from her does it hurt your feelings sometimes when your sister Haley picks on you? Yes. Do you pick on your sister? Yeah, I do, but I don't, like, physically hit her. So what do you do? Like, call her mean names. Like what? Fat, lazy, annoying, because it's all true. Yeah, but no, because if I tell her something and... She, I tell her something and then she'll get mad and then she'll start um, like calling me names. Yeah, but you say you threaten other kids and you don't feel mad at yourself when you do it, right? So you'll go to school and you'll threaten to beat somebody up or get somebody to beat them up. You actually have people that you use to threaten other people with. You say, I'll beat you up or I'll get these people to come beat you up. Where did you learn this? Well, usually sixth graders, they talk about it and they do it and they're like the cool people. So you think it's cool to be mean? Yeah, do you think it's cool to be mean? No, sir. Why? Because when I look at her when she's doing that, I'm like, it's not cool. Yeah, That's but, horrible. But you do it to her. But I don't mean it. Well, but that you still do it. It's like if I ran over your foot with the car and broke it, and then I said, but I didn't mean it. Your foot would still hurt, right? So when you call her fat and ugly and lazy, you say, but I don't mean it, but you said it was true, so you do mean it. So do you mean it or you don't mean it? I mean it. You mean it. So, so you're a bully. Yeah, but I bully her too. I tell her, like, I call her skinny twig and all that because she starts, she tells me stuff, and then I get mad at her, so I'll tell her something back. 
Okay, what do you think would happen if you decided to threaten somebody at school and they were a lot tougher than you thought they were and they just jumped up and shook you till your teeth rattled? Has that ever happened to you? No. You never bullied the wrong person? Because let me tell you, the wrong person is out there. Do you worry about that? Kind of. Kind of? What do you mean? Like, I'm kind of scared if that would happen. Yeah. Do you ever think about hurting somebody else's feelings? What do you think about it? I think it's all right. You think it's all right? You don't, you don't worry that, that you've made them cry or made them feel bad about themselves? Would you, would you want somebody to make you cry and feel bad about yourself? Well then, can you understand that somebody else wouldn't like that either? So why would that not stop you? I mean, you're old enough to realize that that hurts that person. That makes them cry. It makes them feel bad about themselves. It makes them think they're not cool. Do, do, does that bother you at all? Kinda. How, tell me about how it bothers you. What, what's well, the part that bothers you? They tell me stuff like, they say, oh, you're dumb and you're stupid, and I get mad, so I'll go and pick on them. So you go pick on somebody else? Yeah. You say bad words too, right? Um, what do you say? I say like the B word, the word. And you learned those words from kids at school? And do you think that's cool? Well, everybody else says it, the cool people. The cool people do it? Yeah, well, like popular people Yeah. in school. Yeah, you know, Mom, I've always said to parents, you're not going to be the only voice right. in your child's ear, so you better be the best voice in your child's ear. Yes. So we're, we're going to take a break, and we're going to talk about what's behind Kayla and Haley's rough and tough approach to each other and sometimes to other people. We're going to get to that, and we're also going to meet the stars of the movie Mean Girls 2, all when we come back. Tomorrow on Dr. Phil. Need help settling arguments? Would you like to know what my opinion is? I didn't, I didn't, I got it, it's no. <laughs> Dr. Phil asked the questions. Did you borrow this? I dropped it and then spread. This stuff looks like you put it in a blender. <laughs> and the audience votes on who's right. There's dust under these shoes, look at this. There's not dust under objects, there's only dust around objects. <laughs> That's tomorrow. I'm a mother of five, and I have two daughters that are concerning me. You don't like me. She thinks she thinks I'm embarrassing because she has all this cool I think friends. Kayla's awesome. Everybody says that Kayla's awesome in sixth grade. They're like, oh my god, your sister's like so awesome. But because she says cuss words in school. Oh, that's good. Well, you know the movie Mean Girls with teenagers who say the downright cruelest things at school? But when does all of this start? I mean, that's what we're talking about today. I'm here with Sheila and her two daughters, Haley, who's 11, and Kayla, who is nine. And you two both say you're bullies, right? Yes. yes. And is there any reason either one of you can say, I don't want to be a bully because? How would you finish that sentence, Haley? I don't want to be a bully because. Because it's rude, hurtful, and like, 
seeing other people get hurt and down, and I'm doing that. How would you finish that sentence? I don't want to be a bully because. Because it's mean, and it makes other people feel bad about their self. But you think it makes you popular, because people think, wow, you know, she's cool. Is there anybody you're nice to? You're nice to some people? Do you feel good when you're nice to somebody? Yeah. Have you ever seen a friend sitting around that was lonely, or they were just by themselves, and so you went over to be with them so they wouldn't be by themselves? How did that feel? Nice. Yeah. Did that feel better or worse than being a bully? better. So why wouldn't you do that sort of thing instead of being a bully? Because like usually when I'm a bully people don't be mean to me. Like. So you do it to protect yourself? That way nobody picks on you? You think you've taught her to do this? Yes, but I haven't like taught her like Kayla go hit someone. I don't do that but I think when I bully her she like learns it from me but I want to <clears throat> stop doing that. Yeah. Why would you stop doing it? I'm seeing her get bullying other people. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, almost every bully, we know certain things about bullies. They're, they have things in common. Mm -hmm. Like all bullies or most bullies have certain things that are alike. And one thing we know about bullies is they often get bullied at home. They get picked on at home by a parent that yells and screams or hits or a brother or sister that yells and screams and hits. And so in this circumstance, you're saying you're the brother or sister that yells and hits, but you don't hit, you just yell. Yeah. Like when I'm hanging out with the wrong crowd, she doesn't say, okay, let's stop. Okay, is there a wrong crowd? Yes. Are you the wrong crowd? Yes, me and my friends are. Well, in the movie Mean Girls, the plastics tortured girls with their ruthless antics. Okay, now they're back in Mean Girls too. They're more ferocious than ever, and, and if you watch the original Mean Girls, then when you see Mean Girls 2, you're going to see how relevant this movie is. Take a look at this clip. Mandy, can I get a quote from you on this school play or the lacrosse team or just like anything? God, really? I'm not up for the paparazzi this morning. It's so embarrassing how much they love me. I, I'm Mandy with an I. And you're Joe, right? That's me. So, Joe, since you're new here, I thought we'd help you out. Let you know who to hang out with. Us. The real welcoming committee had arrived. And who not to? Well, please welcome the stars of Mean Girls 2, Megan Martin and Mayotta Walsh. Good to see you. I'll sit, have a seat. Okay, so what did y'all think about this script when you read it and when you started doing the movie? You're the nice girl yes. in this movie. And when I watched this movie, what I thought was, I so wish there were real-life versions of you in every school. And I want to talk about that in a minute. And you don't play the nice girl. No, I play the mean girl. Yeah, you play the mean girl. <laughs> yes, one of the meanest girls out. Yeah. How hard was that for you? Um, it was actually very interesting for me because I was actually bullied a lot by mean girls as a kid. So um, I actually got to play that role. 
Um, and it was fun for me because I had to get into their heads and figure out, okay, why is this person acting the way that they do and why is that okay for them? So how were you bullied? What did they do to you well, and I, at what age? Mostly in middle school. Um, I was very, very small and very skinny for my age and I was always made fun of for being small. My name's Mayata and they would call me my Twigga and they'd make up songs about me. and. It was really awful, and I'd go home almost every single day crying. <laughs> Were you bullied? Um, I definitely was. I think everybody goes through bullying in their own way. Uh, for me, it was more just friends, um, mostly girls, who were backstabbing and jealous and insecurity. I think, especially at that age, every girl is insecure and trying to find out who she is and fit in. And unfortunately, a lot of that time, it manifests itself in a not-so-positive way. Yeah. Are, are girls worse than boys about this? I don't think necessarily. I mm -hmm. think I think girls can be pretty bad. I, I think the thing is that girls are more manipulative about the way they do it. They'll make you think they're your friend and they'll backstab. I think guys are pretty much out front like, I don't like you, this is how I'm gonna deal with it. Girls just, yeah. I mean, y'all can be vicious. Oh yeah. yeah, there's so much more drama I think between girls and Cattiness yeah, and, and I don't think girls even realize it is the problem is you're going through this and it, it's just become so acceptable now to backstab and uh, say mean things about your friends behind their back. You don't even realize that you're acting as a bully until somebody does it to you or calls you out on it. Yeah, this cyber space has really changed things, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, with Twitter and Facebook and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I mean, because you can be anonymous, it makes it that much easier. And I'm sure Mayada can relate, especially even as actresses, um, I'll get messages from people who I've never met in my entire life telling me, you know, you're terrible, you shouldn't exist, you should stop acting. I'm like, you don't even know who I am. <laughs> yeah, well, and Hollywood can be like a big high school, too. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, we have to take a break. What the stars of Mean Girls 2 have to say to these many mean girls. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street. Essential television. On Oops! The Podcast, join me, comedian Julio Gallarotti, as I examine everyday life, the mistakes, the bad decisions, the goals, the jokes, the social engagements, and all things in between. I'm joined every week by producer and personal confidant Ryan Lynch, various other comedians for witty, candid, and intoxicating conversation. Our listeners love Oops! for sophisticated banter, aka your mom could listen, and many feel like they're in the room with us chopping it up with old pals. You can find every episode of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Well, I'm here with Sheila. She is the mother of what she says are two mini mean girls. I'm also here with Mayotta Walsh and Megan Martin, who are stars of Mean Girls 2. 
And we've been talking about you guys getting into that role and, and what you did in your experience. Now, Sheila, you've got some history with being mean as well. Yes, I have had, I was a troubled teen. I didn't, I see signs that she's doing now that are scaring me because I don't want her to wind up the way that I had to live and had to learn the hard way. And I had a, a real bad, you know, childhood and I just want them to be successful in life. You know, I think there are some real misconceptions about bullies, and I'm curious what you guys think about this in your experiences. Because when you hear people just in the public talking about bullies, they always say, well, bullies are really insecure, and, you know, they're just blustering up to overcome this insecurity and this poor self-esteem. And that's kind of been the general thought, but the truth is that's not what seems to be the case. What seems to be the case is that power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And these, with boys, for example, if they're bigger, they're stronger, they're more able to impose their will on someone. And if girls, if they're particularly pretty, if they're precocious, if they, if, if they have like big word power and clothes and all of these things that prop them up, they don't have the ability to manage that power. It's not that they're insecure, it's that they have a lot of power and they don't manage it well. I mean, I'm curious if what which of those theories rings true with your experiences. I think it's both. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I definitely think it's both, um, especially as you said, when it, for some reason it comes to a lot of the shallow things in life that tends to make kids popular in school, such as their clothing, what they can afford, where they live, stuff like that. When Haley hurts Kayla, she's hurting all of the kids that Haley hurts. That's your theory about this, right? What do you want to say to her? The hardest thing for me to understand is you. it hurts you when your sister picks on you, right? It, it hurts your feelings. And you want everybody to treat, treat you well. You want friends and you want people to like you, but nobody's going to want to be around you if you're hurting them. They're not going to want to be your friend. You know, nobody likes to be hurt. Absolutely, and I, and to think about it, like like let's say someone like you, back when I was little, was making fun of me every single day, and I would go home crying every single day. Don't you think that that would make you feel bad that you were causing that person so much pain that they had to go home and cry every day? And like and you said you want to be accepted and you want to be popular and you want to have friends, right? But when you act this way, no one's want, going to want to be around you. And when you fall down, there won't be anyone there to pick you up and be like, okay, Help well, let's, yeah, let's do this together because you've been mean to everyone around you. And then I also wanted to say to you, like, she's your sister, you know, and you guys need to bond together. You guys are family. You'll be family for mm -hmm. life. And when you call her names, how do you think that makes her feel? And you, 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 you say that, oh, you know, you don't like that she's bullying everyone else, but you're doing the exact same thing to her. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's fair. And, and I think as sisters, you know, you need to really encourage each other and, and be there for each, each other. Don't you think if she was nice to you more, you would, you would feel better about yourself and you wouldn't feel like you had to bully people so much, like you guys, like feeling like you guys were friends rather than enemies? Mm -hmm. So I think that's something important for you guys to think about. What do you think about what these two are saying to you, Kayla? That me and my sister, that we can't be enemies and that I have to start treating people nicer because then if I treat them nice, they're going to be nicer to me. Exactly. I mean, if you understand that a lot of times that people will act like they're your friends, they do that because they're afraid of you. They don't really like you. They're just afraid of you. 
and the first chance they get to get even, they're going to get even. Mm. And you're a lot better off if they're nice to you because they really like you instead of because they're afraid of you. I mean, that's what a real friend is. And wouldn't you rather have friends around you who, who don't expect you to act a certain way or who you don't feel afraid that they won't like you if you stop picking on people? Like, I know that my best friends are the people who respect me and like me for who I am, and I don't have to try to be something else in order to be their friends. They're friends with me because they know who I am and care about me, and, and that's all that matters, and, and I think that's important to find friends like that. And they'll support you through whatever you're going through. Uh, the friends that you have right now, it sounds like if you were going through a hard time because maybe your sister's picking on you or you're dealing with something, they're not going to be there to support you because they don't really care about you and your feelings. They care about what they can get from you. Yeah, but my friends are the same bad crowd as I am. Yeah, and that's why it's good to, to you know, go around school and, and treat people nicely and see the friends who come around when you're acting nice because those are going to be the nice people who will support you. Yeah, think about that. I mean... Right, what do you do when your daughter feels excluded by the popular girls at school? I mean, think about it. You know, you've got a daughter, she comes home, and she feels an outcast. She feels left out. She feels second class because there are cool kids and everybody else, and she's part of everybody else. What do you do then? We'll talk about that next. When you picture Mean Girls, you imagine high school scenes like Glee, right? But a new study says this all starts in elementary school. Now, Megan Martin and Maya Walsh are the stars of the new movie Mean Girls 2, and they're here to help me talk about all of this. Now, with bullying on the rise, and it really seems like it is, many schools are taking action, and Foundation Community School in Van Nuys, California here, is no exception. They've started a program called With Compassion and Safety for All, a humanistic approach to bully prevention. Now, they recently recorded a group discussion with fifth and sixth grade girls. Let's take a look at that. Who wants to start? Sonia? I have a problem with numerous people. Um, I kind of feel like there's like this popular crowd, and like I'm not worthy to join or something. But I like try to hang out with them. Well, um, they kind of ignore me, like I'm not there. What I'm hearing Sonia say is that she feels like there's a popular type of crowd and that um, she feels kind of left out from it. If I ignore you, I'm sorry. It's just sometimes when we're in a group, we kind of start talking about something and then we just can't get off of it. Sometimes when we laugh so much, we just forget about other stuff. So I'm sorry if you leave me out. Every time it feels like I hang out with them or try to, I know they don't ask me to go away, but I still kind of feel like an air of unwelcomeness. Like, I'm not really welcome there. They just don't have to say it. We would love to stay with you guys, but if I'm not going to say, there's like not one particular person that does that. But if you guys come over and we're just sitting quietly and laughing and talking, you guys will come over and sometimes you'll just start yeah, screaming while we're having a nice conversation. We do invite you and we let you guys sit with us and I'd love to do that. Well, it's not well, letting you. Well, it's not letting you. No, it's I know. Like they can sit with us. They can sit with us. But the one thing I'm saying is, could you guys not yell? 
You know what I don't understand? Why there is two separate groups? Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. What, what, what happened? In group one, everybody just hang, hung out together. Right now, we're in two separate groups. And why? Okay, well, Annika, you just don't feel welcome, right? No. So what is it that makes you, I mean, do people say you're not welcome, get away, don't sit? Well, what is it that makes you feel that way? Well, they don't say it. It's kind of like an unwritten rule almost. Like, when I sit with them, they're all just, like, talking. They don't include me, really, even though I'm sitting there. It's like I don't exist. Yeah, so you, and how do you feel about yourself when that happens? I feel like not good, like I'm not good enough. Sonia, how about you? We don't um, pick on each other, but sometimes there's just a little feeling right there, you know? And that there's this whole popular crowd, and sure, they don't say bad words or, or you know, then they're not mean, they're just, I don't know. But you don't know why there has to be two groups. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Blair, what about you? Um, I feel welcome to them, but like, to my friends, it's hard to see them feel upset. So, and then I like to talk to them about it, but I don't know what to do, because I like to hang out with them, but, but it feels like I can't, in a way. You, you say you didn't have a voice. Yes, and definitely. You, you, you're saying, like, Annika, you didn't feel like you... Yeah, no, and I, I completely understand that feeling. Um, and, and, you know, that feeling of not even not having any self-worth or not feeling good enough. I get that. And I, I understand also the unwritten <clears throat> thing of you, you feel it from them. You know what I mean? But you do have a voice, and you need to learn to use your voice or else, you know, people are going to continue doing things to you because they might not know that it hurts your feelings or that you don't like it. And it takes, it takes time and a lot of work on yourself to believe that your voice does matter, because it does. And you don't need to do it in a bullying way yourself, yeah. too. You can, there, yeah. well, there are ways to stand up for yourself that aren't fighting fire with fire, not going back at them and bullying them back, because I think that's a mistake a lot of people make, too. Yeah. Nora, do you think you hurt people's feelings sometimes? Um, I don't mean to, but if I do, like I said, I'm not aware of it. Yeah. So. Is so how do you become aware of it? I mean, do they need to say something to you or do you need to be more sensitive? Usually um, we have chats like that and they will tell us if it hurts our feelings and we will try to work on it. Yeah. If you walked up to a group and they were all laughing and talking and excluded you, didn't make you feel part of it, would that hurt your feelings? A little bit, but um, I would try to tell them that. I would just try to say, um, I feel excluded and I would like to be with you like hang out with you. Yeah, so you'd speak up. Yeah. Because that's your, that's your personality. Yeah. Nina, what do you think about all of this? Do you think you're in a certain group? Um, well, we all hang out most of the time, but at lunch, sometimes we part ways and just sit in other groups. And sometimes when, we, when me, Rachel, and Nora get out there, they're already sitting in their group, and sometimes I don't want to interrupt on them. Like, we don't want to disturb them. Yeah. 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 Well, that's an interesting perspective. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Kaden is bossy. You don't hate school. Yes, I do. What do you not understand about that? She doesn't like any type of punishment at all. Stop talking to me. 
Closed captioning provided by... like to purchase a tape or transcripts of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. 866-437-7445. Carson says that her daughter Caden is snappy and bossy, six years old going on 16. But her sister Kristen says mom is responsible for this mini mean girl in the making. Take a look. Kaden is bossy. You don't hate school. Yes, I do. Why do you not understand about that? My mom calls Kaden Little Judge Judy because she's very snappy. She's going to have a comment back, back, back to whatever you're saying. No, give it to me. The fight is over. I do try to discipline Kaden, and she's not having it at all. She yells and screams. Get off of him. Get off of him. I have tried spanking her, and that doesn't work. I'm too tired to fight with her, so I just say, you know what, just stay in your room. And that doesn't work. She doesn't like any type of punishment at all. Kaden can be a little snotty. A lot of snotty. My sister's discipline is very inconsistent. She needs to stick with the punishments. It's always a fight between her and her brothers every day. I'm screaming because I'm frustrated. Give it to me! Give it to me! Give it! And then she's screaming because she's not getting her way. You are smart. Stop talking to me! My biggest fear is that will I be able to control her when she's a teenager? Stop talking to me! Wow. Um, I'm tired. <laughs> uh, and I just watched that for like two minutes. There's a power struggle going on and you're losing, right? Yes, I am. You, you have a six-year-old kid that's kicking your butt. Yeah, um, it didn't start out that way. As a baby, you know, she was really sweet and... I think it's because she gets a lot of things and... Where'd she, she get them? Mostly her grandmother. Uh-huh. Your um, mother? Yes, my mother. My mother loves to go shopping and she loves buying little girl things. So it's like, Kaden gets something new. So like, she's entitled. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think she feels that way, yes. That's going to get worse every day. She's six years old right now. What's she weigh, 40, 50 pounds? Yeah, about... Well, you let her get 12 or 13, get hormonal, and be weighing in at about 120, you got a problem. Yeah. So this is a fight we need to make right now, true? Yes, that is my biggest fear is that when she's 14 or, you know, 15, and I'm telling her, no, you can't go here or no, don't do that, is there going to be like, is she going to be in my face, you know? And She I'm, already is. Yeah, well. <laughs> now, Sis, is she wimping out here? Big time. I tell her all the time, you need to make her stop. And she just may say, I try. And she doesn't stop her. You need to go to commando parenting right now. You need to get her under control right now. And this stuff about saying, shut up, stop talking to me. What part of that did you not understand? She's six.
You can't have a mouth like that on that kid or, or you're going to be so out of control. I mean, she's cute as she can be. And she can be sweet too, yes, right? Because she she's got the manipulation moved down. <laughs> All right, I need a reinforcement here. Dr. Erica Holliday is the author of Mean Girls, Meaner Women, Understanding Why Women Backstab, Betray, and Trash Each Other and how to heal. She says the media is playing a huge role in all this, and she watches television, doesn't she? <laughs> yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> Dr. Holliday, what do, you, what, what do you think about this gossip girls and Jersey Shore and all of these role models these kids are getting? What we're seeing in the media is that girls and women are acting out on each other, and it's getting normalized and sensationalized in our culture. And these are our heroes. These are our role models, right? I mean, this is being modeled for her. She, where's she getting it? Well, I don't really know where she gets it from. She does watch a lot of TV, but she also watches, you know, shows that, educational shows. So it's like she gets a mixture of both, but I don't really know. Um, okay, she gets a mixture of both, but she's not coming in and saying, Mom, we need to discuss our tap water use. <laughs> we need to talk about being more green. You know, no. perhaps we need to talk about bed bugs. I mean, she, I know she may be watching the Learning Channel, but what's influencing her is she's being spoiled, she's being entitled, and you say, I try to discipline her. I just get frustrated. I mean, I really do, because when I, I, when I was a kid, I was spanked. And you know, that's my first thing, okay, that's the punishment, but that's not really what I want to choose as a discipline, and it doesn't work with her. Time out, you know, she doesn't sit in the chair, and it's like, I don't want to fight with my child, and I end up screaming at her, so I think maybe that's where she's getting the screaming. That's if, where she's learning. If I was going to make a list of things not to do in trying to get a child under control, I would say, first, don't spank them because you're just escalating aggression. Don't yell and scream at them because you're getting down at their level and she's a yeller and a screamer. And by the way, it's not working, right? No, it's I not. I would say don't be inconsistent, and you are terribly inconsistent. Yeah. And I would say don't give the child excessive rewards independent of her behavior and conduct, and you and Grandma do that. So yeah. I'm grading your paper. You're getting a big F. Okay? <laughs> so I'm just trying... Listen, I, I'm not... I'm not throwing you under the bus here. I'm trying to give you a wake-up call that says this has to stop and change. Okay, we're going to take a break, and I'm going to sit down with this pint-sized Judge Judy when we come back. <laughs> DrPhil.com, brought to you in part by... Is the IRS stalking you? Do you feel like you're at the end of your rope? If penalties and interest have made your IRS problem go from bad to worse, call us now. Travel consideration provided by... Call now for a free face-to-face -face local appointment and J.K. Harris's free IRS tax secrets. Call 800-450-3094. If you're going to be in the Los Angeles area and would like to see the Dr. Phil show in person, call 323-461-PHIL. That's 323-461-7445, or you can go to drphil.com and click on Be In The Audience. The tickets are free, and we have a great time here, right? Yes. Well, I'm here talking to Carson. I've been kind of grading her paper as a mom. She obviously loves her daughter very much. She has a very loving Ann and Kristen and a really loving grandmother. Uh, that is helping to spoil her. And as a result, we have a six-year-old child, Caden, who I think has an entitled attitude 
doesn't have respect for you and doesn't have any boundaries to her behavior. And when there's no structure, they just keep pushing, looking for the limits. And so it goes on and on and on and on. Uh, Caden's just six. And so we're going to chat with her for just a minute. So let's, let's bring Caden out. She may be comfortable. She may not. We'll see. Hi, Caden. How are you? Good. I'm Dr. Phil. Can you jump up there for me? Good job. I really like your outfit, by the way. Thank you. Very Hollywood. <laughs> Very Hollywood. So, how old are you? Six. Six. How do you get along with your brother? Uh, I don't get along at all. Does he make you mad? Yeah. Does he get in the way? Sometimes. How old is he? Eight. He's eight? Wow. So he, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do you think you're bossy? Yeah. Why are you bossy? I'm only bossy to my brothers. Well, I was watching you on a videotape we had out here, and you were kind of being bossy with your mother. <laughs> are you bossy with your mother? Sometimes. Yeah, what do you say to her when you want her to leave you alone? I just say, leave me alone. Yeah, and does she? Uh, no. What happens when you get in trouble? What do you have to do? She might tell me to go to timeout or to go to my room. Yeah, and do you do it or do you complain about it? Uh, sometimes I complain. She complains all the time and she does not listen. If she goes to timeout, she'll stay for just a little while and then she'll walk right back to where she was. My sister will say, I said go to timeout. So it's like back and forth all the time. Dr. Holliday, what are the common elements in the history that parents need to look for in, in terms of are they shaping someone that's going to be a bully or are they not? The child is not supposed to be in charge and they're acting out for a reason. When they're acting out, they're communicating to the parent that they're in distress. And so the parent needs to pay attention and respond to that distress. If they don't, then they're going to grow up not being able to regulate their feelings and they're going to end up continuing to act out until somebody takes notice. Yeah. Do, do you hear what she's, she's saying here? Dr. Holliday is saying, and I agree with her completely, I said there's no boundary, there's no fence line, so she keeps pushing looking for it. Yeah. And she gets frustrated, she gets stressful, she gets anxious, and she'll escalate until something happens. And so you can, you can stop it at the first blush, mm -hmm. or you can let it build, 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 and then try to stop it. Early intervention is the key here. I get frustrated. I don't like hearing the crying. The crying really bothers me. Yeah, well, that can all subside if you get some order instead yeah. of chaos in the house. And you're going to be my eyes and ears on this, okay? <laughs> okay. All right, we'll be right back. For much more information on today's show, please visit drphil.com where we have everything you need to know to parent your child. If you think you might be raising a mean girl, you can go to drphil.com and click on be on the show and tell us your story. And Dr. Holiday, thank you for coming. And her book is Mean Girls, Meaner Women. Special thanks to Megan Martin and Maya Walsh. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, their movie, Mean Girls 2, is out on DVD. And by the way, 
Everybody here is going home with a copy of that movie today. All right? My audit will be on drphil.com tonight for a live web chat about mean girls, bullying, and self-esteem. Now, can I have all of you girls, you three girls come up here, and you three girls come up here, and you two girls come up here? And uh, Caden, you come up here too. Everybody get right here. Um, isn't this a great looking bunch of young girls? And I just, I just have to tell you, I could not be more impressed with every one of these girls, how articulate they are, how much courage they showed in coming up here and talking and sharing their thoughts and feelings. Your parents should be very, very proud of y'all. And, um, and, and you, should, uh, you, you should all be very, very proud of yourselves. So I thank you guys for coming and letting us know what's going on in the future of tomorrow's minds. So thank you very much. Give them a hand and I'll say goodbye. So long. If you think you might be raising a mean girl, you can go to drphil.com and click on Be On The Show and tell us your story. And Dr. Holliday, thank you for coming. And her book is Mean Girls, Meaner Women. Special thanks to Megan Martin and Maya Walsh. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, their movie, Mean Girls 2, is out on DVD. And by the way, everybody here is going home with a copy of that movie today, all right? My audit will be on drphil.com tonight for a live web chat about mean girls, bullying, and self-esteem. Now, can I have all of you girls, you three girls come up here, and you three girls come up here, and you two girls come up here, and uh, Caden, you come up here too. Everybody get right here. Um, isn't this a great looking bunch of young girls? And I just... I just have to tell you, I could not be more impressed with every one of these girls, how articulate they are, how much courage they showed in coming up here and talking and sharing their thoughts and feelings. Your parents should be very, very proud of y'all. And, um, and, and you, should, uh, you, you should all be very, very proud of yourselves. So I thank you guys for coming and letting us know what's going on in the future of tomorrow's minds. So thank you very much. Give them a hand, and I'll say goodbye. So long. Thanks, guys.